Welcome to the Astral HQ podcast. Here we talk about spirituality and consciousness. Make sure to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get resources, free bonuses, and much more. Hey, so in this video, we're going to talk about Andromedan starseeds. I'm going to share with you five signs, kind of traits, their purpose, and some more information that you probably didn't know about these starseeds. So we've explored all of the previous starseed types before, and if you haven't seen that, I'll put a link to the blog post in the description where you can read kind of like a comparison of all different starseed types. And if you stay right to the end, I'm going to share with you something really powerful that will help you to raise your vibrations and step more into your purpose. So the, the truth is that there are many starseeds kind of incarnated on Earth, aiding our planet's ascension, and most of them work as healers or scholars, teachers, that kind of thing. Some, uh, probably fewer than others, and they kind of prefer to work on smaller scales. Now, in today's post, we will talk about Andromedan starseeds. These are kind of souls that are very easy to be around, very fun to be around. And, you know, if you find yourself in the company of an Andromedan starseed, you probably won't forget it. But who are they exactly and where do they come from? And more importantly, how can you know if you are an Andromedan starseed? So many people believe the Andromedans were predominantly a humanoid race from the Andromeda galaxy, more precisely from the Zenitae star system. Their civilization is not just comprised of humanoids. Okay, so other forms of life exist there too, like the etheric and plasmic life forms. But in total, the Andromedan civilization includes at least 28 different races of beings, and only some of them are in humanoid form. So they're human kind of forms or representatives are about 7 to 10 feet tall, winged humanoids that exist in the higher planes and higher dimensions. It's believed they draw origins and have some similarities to the avian races, but there's no explicit confirmation of this. It's all kind of subjective and kind of stories that confirm these different details. So their humanoids seem to have light blue skin and slightly larger eyes than most typical humans. So if you've ever met somebody with kind of slightly larger eyes than normal, there's a chance they could be an Andromedan starseed. Andromedans are usually quite tall. As a race, they're 45,000 years ahead of humans in terms of scientific and technological advancements. But still, but having said that, their technological and scientific advancements kind of tend to pale in comparison to their spirituality, which is very advanced. And despite their advancements in these fields, Andromedans always keep a watchful eye on Earth and humans that are living on Earth. Now I'm going to talk about Andromedans and the Great Experiment. So a short time after the Syrians established colonies throughout the planet and began the Great Experiment, as it's known, Andromedans requested a few kind of outposts for themselves. Now the Syrians welcomed them and honoured their requests, granting them several outposts around and within the planet. Andromedans revere the universal law of free will, which is why they don't want to interfere with the human species' evolution. They shared their research with the Syrians, and that cre helped create kind of more durable bodies for their human genome project. But Andromedans contributed only a small portion towards human evolution, mainly in things like mental abilities. They did contribute to some physical changes, but that work was mostly Syrian. And as a result, only a small portion of Andromedan DNA is actually present on Earth today, mostly in the regions of Asia. Now, that explains why there are fewer Andromedan starseeds than other starseed races, but they did make a big impact on our society. They're also very powerful. Okay, so who are Andromedan starseeds? Well, they're highly advanced extraterrestrial celestial souls that incarnated here on Earth in human form. And as I've explained before, Andromedan starseeds come from the Andromeda galaxy. Now, we can't really say they're our closest neighbours, but we are getting closer by the day, according to human scientists at least. Andromedans do have very high frequency. They usually come from the 12th dimension. We'll explain more about that later. 
And seeing as they are so high frequency, this makes them much less likely to try and incarnate on Earth due to various limitations and the density of our 3D planet. And that's one of the reasons why there are not many Andromedan starseeds on Earth. They're kind of rare. It's been said that Andromedans were kind of keeping a hands-off approach to the Great Experiment. So as a result, there's very little of their DNA here on Earth. And this also makes them less likely to incarnate here on Earth. But still, there are hundreds of thousands of Andromedans who have decided to incarnate on Earth to help Earth shift towards a higher existential plane. I hope you're enjoying the podcast episode so far. I just wanted to let you know that you can get free resources, tutorials, guides, show notes, and all kinds of extra bonuses if you go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast. So in terms of traits and what they look like, Andromedans are exceptionally intelligent and many of them excel in academic and scientific fields. Now Andromedans, in terms of how they look like, they are usually indistinguishable from typical humans, but they do tend to incarnate among the Asias. So the exact cause of this is unknown, but many believe that they fit better into kind of an Eastern philosophical society compared to a westernized one. That being said, they do incarnate in various locations on the planet, so it's not like a complete rule, it's just kind of a rule of thumb. So what are they like? What are Andromedan starseeds actually like? You'll usually find an Andromedan starseed in the role of like a small community leader who isn't afraid to challenge the giants or, you know, the leaders if it benefits their community, but they're usually known for voicing ugly truths over pleasant lies. So they'll, they'll basically stand up for the truth, even if it will upset somebody. They will just speak the truth as if it's very natural to them. However, because of that, they are always seen as going against the grain, especially when they're young. They're seen as kind of rebellious. Um, they enjoy discrediting or going against popular beliefs and societal norms if they believe that what they're standing up for is the truth. They, without a doubt, will not hesitate to question and challenge superiors' authorities. And because of that, they rarely fit into the kind of moulds of society. They have difficulty adapting to nine to five routines, uh, you know, especially when they're being told to do stuff they don't want to do. This does not resonate well with an Andromedan starseed. They value freedom and they do not like manipulation and things that are imposed on them. So as a result of that, you can't easily manipulate an Andromedan starseed. They're very protective of their emotional boundaries and energy, and they usually dislike drama and social media. So here are the top traits of an Andromedan starseed. Number one, they're rebellious freedom seekers. They love their personal freedoms and they reflect that. They constantly stand up for their free will and their freedoms. They're great travelers. They love to travel. Most of them choose like a nomadic lifestyle and they usually don't like being pinned down to like a nine to five job in an office, for example. They're usually the odd ones out. Like I said, they exist in 12 dimensional space, so they usually won't fit in very easily to a 3D planet. They, for example, don't understand the concept of taxes. Why should, you know, they would say, why should anyone pay something or someone just to exist on the planet, just to, you know, live? Uh, they are so used to freedom that they don't understand when freedoms are taken away or not given to them. They're also very selfless and inspiring. They are unwilling to sacrifice their freedom, so they're often very bold and courageous when their freedoms are being challenged. They're also fairly humorous. They enjoy playing around, you know, being kind of childish sometimes, but in, you know, a playful way. Now, if you're reading any of those, or if you're listening to any of those signs and you think you might be an Andromedan starseed, 
that's actually good news because it means that you are here kind of to help humanity and earth ascend into the new 5d earth that we're going to be moving into i do actually have a free video masterclass, kind of like a video training that will explain how you can instantly raise your vibrations within about 20 or 30 days and get unstuck so if you have any limiting beliefs to be honest you might not even know you have these limiting beliefs Anyway, the free training, the link is in the description. It should be kind of the first thing you see in the description. And you can go and click that, watch the free training, and learn how to change your vibrations very quickly. Make sure to scroll down and just comment what starseed you think you are. And check out my links in the description because I mentioned a couple of blog posts and resources and things like that, which I think you'll find very useful. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're able to review or rate this podcast episode wherever you're listening to it, please do it because it really helps the messages spread to more people. And don't forget to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get free resources, training, a video training, PDF, and a whole lot more.